What's up, you spooky bitches? Welcome to another episode of Aaron the Blind Podcast with your host, Aaron. Hope everyone is doing well. I hope your holiday season was amazing. And unlike mine, because I was fucking sick for most of the part, but I got better after Christmas and was able to bring in the New Year's with my family, which is very nice. I had a great time with them. And I hope you guys had a great New Year's as well, whatever you guys were doing. So, of course, be safe. And hopefully you didn't get sick like with a cold or anything because that cold was not the business. You feel me? Or maybe you got Ms. Rona, the Omarion. You feel me? With the new year coming in, everyone has resolutions, of course. If you don't, then that's completely fine as well. I don't really consider mine resolutions because I don't really go through with them as much as I think. I'm trying to resolve that, but it usually doesn't happen that much. But I did get a little list of what I want to do or try to improve on. And I wanted to share a couple of them with you. So the first one, I do want to start reading more books. I literally only read one book last year and I told myself that I was going to read books. But I did let myself know that in the middle of the year saying, oh, I should start reading books more and stop being on my phone so much because it takes away from just me being able to see other things. And I also want to get my screen time down because my iPhone be telling me, oh, you are on your phone a little longer this weekend than last weekend, so you need to cut it. So I'm going to try to do that. And I want to become more invested in uploading pictures on my podcast Instagram. So I want to do that. I want to make more reels, have some fun with it, you know, embarrass myself because I feel... I should get out of my shyness and just start uploading some stupid stuff. And I want to be more annoying this year. But I feel I'm trying to get out of that shell once again. And another thing I want to do is, of course, go harder at the gym. I want to gain an additional 10 pounds. Like right now, I'm drinking this gross-ass protein shake that I made. It's so fucking thick. Thicker than, I don't know, Nicki Minaj. And it like having this go down my throat is just not the business it looks like chunked up milk so if you hear me gagging it's because i'm drinking that another thing i want to do and this is going to be my last one for the list because i'm not going to go on and on about my new year's resolutions because that's not what this episode is about i want to cook more so i want to be more healthy ish i don't think i'm still going to eat out of course but i want to eat out less Basically, I want to spend my money more wisely and not having to eat out every damn day. So I'm going to try to do that. So yesterday, which was January 1st, I ended up making some honey garlic chicken thigh things, which came out pretty good. So I really enjoyed them. And we made some potatoes as well. So here's to me cooking more for the year and looking at videos of what people make so I can just reenact it. And that's how I try to do. But for this episode, I wanted to do a true crime episode. And I thought it would be very interesting to do, especially because when I first listened to this story, I could not believe it. I did not want it to be true, you know, and just looking deeper into it, because no one really knows about this story. I've never heard the story, but apparently people have. And again, we probably haven't heard this story because it wasn't in the United States. So it was out of the country, but definitely still something worth knowing because this 
This murder happened in 1970, so not really that long ago, you know? I wanted to cover that true crime because it really did stand out to me, and I listen to a lot of true crime now. I listen to at least one a day, like during the week. The weekends, I try to like calm myself down because I don't know if you heard from my last episode. I say like I get like this weird brain fog type thing whenever I listen to too much true crime because it gets very, very crazy. And there's just some crazy ass people out there that do monstrous things. So this is definitely one of those stories where it's fucking nuts. And another thing why I wanted wanted to talk about it was because it dealt with like a society cult type thing for <laughs> that reason. I was just telling myself I should really cover that because it's really fucking interesting. And I want people to know this just like I know it now because when I was telling my friends, they were telling me, oh, that's not true. Like, show me proof, blah, blah, blah. Like, how the f- like I can br- I can show you like all these things, but then you're still going to tell me, oh, that I still don't believe it. And I'm like, OK, well, that's that's up to you. Like, it is what it is. But I was able to read the newspaper and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's what it is. And I would just watch a lot of videos. So if you've heard about this, too, then by all means, let me know. But this deals with the Alexander family murders that happened in 1970. But prior to the murders, let's just go back a little bit and just let people know who these people are. So in the early 1950s, we have this man named Harold Alexander. He was a stonemason and he lived in Hamburg, Germany. So when he was in Hamburg, Germany, he met with some man named George Reel. And he was the self-designated leader of the Lorber Society. So, of course, just like me, I did not know what the Lorber Society was. So, the Lorber Society was founded in the 19th century by Jacob Lorber. And it was a religious group that was quite extreme. And by extreme, I mean they took their religious faith to, like, this higher level. So, in the religious faith, you have this self-denial. And they would take that to an extreme And they would even see non-members of the society, so anyone that was not a part of their society, as evil. They were a part of the devil, and they were not good. So anyone in the society, they were pure, they were good. Anyone outside of the society, you're trash, you know? So that is basically how they would see everyone. So once Harold met George, they became friends, and Harold and his wife, Drogma, joined the society. So they went in with, into the society, the society... Um, welcomed them in with open arms. They listened to everything that the society was going to do. And with that, that is how it led into it. So the leader, which was George, he ended up becoming ill to the point where he knew he was going to die. So as he was on his deathbed, Harold went to visit him privately. And supposedly the leader appointed him to become the next leader of the society. So Harold, of course, was super ecstatic about this. And he went to tell his wife, Drogma. Drogma accepted this. So they ended up going to the society and saying... George was wanting me to let you guys know that I'm going to be the next leader of the society. So everyone accepted it. No questions asked at all. And who knows, what if Harold literally just lied about it because he knew that George was going to die. No one went to go visit him. And he was just telling himself, I'm just going to become the leader of the society. So Harold and Drogma already had a daughter, which her name was Marina. And at the time when Harold became the leader, he was telling the society to await the next prophet of God. 
And when this next prophet of God were to come, he would notice right away and he would tell the society saying, this is the prophet of God, this is who we need to listen to, or this is who we need to worship. So that is how that started. So a couple of years later, Drogma and Harold end up having their second child, and his name is Frank. So he is the first son of their family. And once Harold sees him, he appoints him as the prophet of God. Like he is certain that this is who, who it's supposed to be. And as he tells Drogma this, he tells the society this, they agree with it. They say, okay, he is the prophet of God. So no questions again. He could have literally just said, this is my son. I am going to just appoint you as the prophet of God because you're my kid, you know, and you're, it's just crazy to think that people have this mindset of just saying, yes, like that is okay. Like that is fine. No one, no questions whatsoever. Like they are just mindless, you know, but after Frank is born and then Drogma and Harold end up having a set of twins. Their name is Sabine and Petra. So as Frank is growing up, he is being worshipped. He basically bosses people around. His family serves him like whatever they he wants, like he gets whatever he needs. He They are at hand and foot for him and they do not question him whatsoever. So as he's growing up, he basically has these servants and everyone in the society worships him as well with this. So when he becomes older, though, in his teens, he wanted to start having sex, but he did not want to pollute himself. So quote unquote, pollute himself because anyone that was not a part of the society, they were deemed evil and he did not want to have sexual intercourse with any women outside of the society. So he ends up telling his dad that he wants to have sex with his mom and his sisters. Instead of his dad saying, no, that is not going to happen. You are going to find someone in the society to have sex with. He is ecstatic about it. Not only is he ecstatic about it, he encourages his son to have sex with his mom and his sister. So at points too, his dad would join in during sex with him because he believed that this is how he is going to like praise God. Like he is helping the prophet of God, like fulfill what he needs to do. And the mom and the sisters are not saying anything because they are basically sex objects in the belief that they were serving the prophet of God, which is Frank, which is just bananas thinking about it because of course they're just dwelling in incest. And so the younger sisters end up getting a little jealous that his mom and his sister are getting more attention than they are. So uh, they, of course, they're in the society, so they didn't really have much friends. But when they were in school, there was like gossip going around because they would tell them, they would tell their friends that they had that that Frank would basically do stuff with his mom and his sister, but it's okay because he's a prophet of God. So they're fulfilling anything that they're supposed to be doing. And the friends are like, what the fuck is going on? So they end up, of course, telling their parents and basically to the point where the police are going to be involved, but Harold was not going to have that. So they end up fleeing out of that society and they relocate to the Canary Islands where they set up a home in a small apartment in Santa Cruz, which is the capital of Tenerife. If I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. But they just kept to themselves and they really did not notice them. They didn't really make any ruckus or whatever. So they just went on with their days 
And one day, because Sabine is actually working for a doctor, and the doctor is named Dr. Walter Trunkler. And so Harold and Frank end up going to the household of where Sabine is working. So the doctor opens up the door. He notices, like, like already, like, the first thing he sees is that they're just super dirty. They're messy. They're, like, covered in some sort of, like, dirt, mud type thing. He's like, this is fucking weird, you know? So he is asking them, like, who are you here for? And they're asking for Sabine. So the doctor goes and gets Sabine from the kitchen. So Sabine, at 15 at the time, she goes and talks to her brother and her dad. So the doctor, if you like want to know he is still in the household of course and he can hear what they're saying so they're not being very secretive or quiet but then the doctor ends up hearing um harold say something to sabine and he gets very shocked and starts to kind of freak out to the point where he needs to call the police so he wants to go call the police before he runs out to the back to get a phone and call the police he sees sabine grab her dad's hand and put it towards her cheek And he catches her saying, that's wonderful. And like, I know it should have been done. So basically the doctor is just like mind boggled at what is going on. He cannot believe what he is hearing. So he goes call the police. And as the police get there, they see Harold and Frank covered in this dirt mud type thing. And they're questioning them. They, so Harold and Frank tell them the exact same thing of what happened. And the doctor is just freaking out. Like, okay, I know I didn't hear, like, I know I, I misheard them. So as they are being questioned there at the house, then another set of police are going to the apartment. So once they go to the apartment, that is where like this horrible scene that they like witness as they get into the living room is just gruesome. They're saying that there is plates broken, dishes broken, like furniture is just rearranged. There's blood everywhere. It's just ridiculous. And as they go into the living room, they end up seeing the two daughters, which is the 18 year old, her name is Marina, and then the 15 year old Petra, so which is the twin of Sabine. And they said that the sight that they saw was just ridiculous because they were mutilated and their breasts and their genital area were cut out and they were nailed to walls one of the sisters which was marina she was actually even gutted so she was open and her internal organs were cut out and they were just placed everywhere and once they got into the bedroom where they found drogma the mother her breasts and her sexual parts were also like taken off of her. She was also decapitated and they left that on her on the bed. But for hers, which was a little odd that her heart was even cut out and it was bound on a cord. So from the cord, they ended up nailing it to a wall. So that is how they found the mother. So if you want to figure out how this all started happening, basically, Before they ended up leaving the apartment to go get Sabine, they were at the apartment and Frank went into the room and he went to go see his mom and his mom looked at him oddly, I guess, to hit like to what he was claiming. And he struck her with a hanger and saying that the killing hour is upon us. So as they heard this, The killing hour is basically the time when Frank is going to send his mother and his daughters to heaven. So in order for them to get into heaven, they need to be cleansed first. 
basically the mother and the daughters were already knowing that this is going to happen and the killing hour, quote unquote, could happen at any given moment whenever he wants to call it. So that is when he called it. He ended up beating them and to the point where like, of course, like they're practically dead. Who knows if they were even dead when he was cutting them, mutilating them. As Frank was mutilating them, his dad was playing the organ and just chanting, saying like all these like hymns of like gospel or whatever he's going to sing, discussing the holy time. And the neighbors would hear this organ playing. And typically they were very quiet to themselves, but they would hear this organ playing and it was very out of character for them. So already police were made aware of like the sound coming from their apartment. So once the doctor even called the police, then they were like, okay, this is this is very odd. Like we need to go and check now. As they're mutilating them, they the dad and the brother are taking turns, like hacking them away. One's playing the piano, one is hacking them back and forth, back and forth. And to the point where once they are done with that, they leave the apartment dirty. So they don't change or anything. They literally go to go get Sabine. And when the doctor opened the door, of course, what he thought was mud was actually not mud. It was blood. They were covered in blood. And all this happened on the day of December 22nd of 1970. Dane, and that just passed not that long ago. So when I heard the story of this cult type thing and this prophet of God, quote unquote, killing his mother and his two sisters for religious reasons i was just in a standstill i was just shocked i i couldn't believe it i just kept looking over and over as like this can't be true right you know but yeah it was and once the police actually took frank and harold once they were held into custody they went to court but the court basically said that they were unfit to stand trial so they were sent to an insane asylum as for what happened to Sabine, Sabine was wanting to go with them. She did not want to leave their side. She was insisting to go with them to the insane asylum and to not leave her by herself. But she was actually sent to some home for like nuns. And I watched this video. Apparently, they escaped like Harold and Frank. I'm not sure how true that is. But even if it is, they are very old from the time now. Let me do the math really quick. I should have done the math, but if he was 16 at 1970, so 1970 minus 20, 22, 52 years. Oh my God. 52 plus 16. He's 68. You know, people still be killing at that time, at that age. So watch out. Thankfully, they are not in this country. But who knows, maybe they fled here and they may be here. But yeah, isn't that just like a fucking crazy ass true crime story? Like just when I first heard that, I was mind boggled. I was washing dishes when I was listening to it and I was, I had my jaw drop the whole time because I cannot fathom like the fact of people actually doing stuff like that, especially nailing like their genital parts to the wall and then nailing a heart to the wall. That's fucking crazy. I heard another story that happened similar to that. And it was basically like, uh, what is it called when you like kill, like a oh, murder-suicide. So I've heard a story like that as well. But if you haven't heard this story and now you, I mean, you heard it now 
and I'm so sorry about how gruesome it got towards the end, but, and it also like the incest part in the middle, in the middle part, like it's not for like the lighthearted, you know, like just knowing about this. But if you want to learn more about it, it's basically the Alexander murder family. And I saw a couple of newspapers in regards to it. If you heard about it, please let me know. If you heard of other true crimes that you think I probably haven't heard and would like to hear, then please send them my way. But I do want to cover a couple of like true crime stories. I want to get better at my storytelling. I feel like I'm enunciating my words a little better during this podcast. And it's just helped me a lot. I really think like doing this podcast has been helping me enunciate my words, thinking about it like over time, because I know that I would just mash up all my words and sentences together. And people would just ask me like, what did you say? Or I, it sounds like I said something else, but I really didn't. I said this, you know, so helping with that, it is very beneficial for me, but whatever you guys want to hear, if you want to hear like personal stories of mine, if you want to hear something like horror related, things like that, please let me know, DM me. I am more than welcome to listen to anything. Also, if you want to like join in on an episode, if you want to talk about something and we can go back and forth about it, by all means, please reach out to me because I also want to listen to people's stories because I think it's a very, very interesting. We all have like those embarrassing moments or we all have like paranormal, like shit, (laughs) don't know how else to say it. And yeah, it'll be a good time. I know it. And this is to bring in in 2022 with just new opportunities. I want a lot of opportunities for all of us and I want us to all strive, not just me, of course, I and manifesting it for all of us. And let me know what else you guys want to listen to. But with that, please go ahead and rate me on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. I do appreciate everyone that has done so and all the nice reviews that you guys put. I appreciate it so much. And hopefully I blow up more for 2022 we will just have to wait and see right 